Hello again everybody. Uh, today is 21st June 2022 and I have not recorded any recording uh, from a long time in the in the previous season that was spring 2022 I had recorded only four readings which is very miserable. I have I had to I should have done more but uh, I got busy in other activities. But still I could have managed to record at least 20 recordings. But I didn't do that. Anyways, uh, from June, from June uh, we have our new season. I will announce the uh, recurring, uh, announce the, what should I say? announce the commencement of our new season from in in our next or in our next reading uh, and in the last season i had uh, planned to do more than readings i had planned to do discussions i had planned to do debate and lectures but i didn't do that in that season so i'll be i'll try to do all those things in the in this season that is summer 2022 uh, and it's already late so this was uh, this uh, today i'll be reading i will talk about the about the season later on in the next uh, in the next episode that will be the first episode of the summer 2022 i will add this uh, recording as an additional or the final uh, final episode of of the last season so in this recording i'll be reading one of my one of the essays that is uh, that was in my second year syllabus the heading is mr will wimble it is written by joseph addison This is how it goes. As I was yesterday morning walking with Sir Roger before his house, a country fellow man brought him a huge fish which he couldn't told him, which he told him Mr. Will Wimble had caught that very morning and that he presented it with his service to him and intended to come and dine with him. At the same time he delivered a letter which my friend read to me as soon as the messenger left him. The letter said, Sir Roger, I desire you to accept of a jack, which is the best I have caught this season. I intend to come and stay with you a week and see how the perch bite in the Black River. I observed with some concern that last time, the last time I saw you upon the bowling green that your whip wanted, to la- wanted a lash to it. I will bring half a dozen with me that I twisted last week, which I hope will serve you all the time you are in the country. I have not been out for a saddle for six days last past, have been at Eton with Sir John's eldest son. He takes to his learning hugely. I am, sir, your humble servant, Will Wimble.
this extraordinary letter and the message that accompanied it made me very curious to know the character and quality of the gentleman who sent them which i found to be as follows will wimble is a younger brother to a baronet and descended of a ancient family of the wimbles he is now between 40 and 50 but being bred to no business and born to no estate he generally lives with his elder brother as a superintendent of his game he hunts a pack of dogs bit better than any man in the country and is famous for finding out a hare here the rabbit he is extremely well versed in all the little handicrafts of an idle man he makes a may fly to a miracle miracle and furnishes the whole country with angle rods as he is good natured officious fellow and very much esteemed upon account of his family he is a welcome guest at every house and keeps up a good correspondence among all the gentlemen about him he carries a tulip root in his pocket from one to another or exchanges a puppy between a couple of friends that live perhaps in the opposite sides of the country will is particular favorite of all young hares who he frequently obliges with a net that he has weaved or a setting dog that he has made himself he now and then he now and then presents a pair of garters of his own netting to their mothers or sisters and raises a great deal of mur- deal of mirth among them by inquiring as often as he meets them how they wear these gentlemen like manufacturers these gentlemen like manufacturers and obliging little humors make will the darling of the country sir roger was proceeding in the character of him when we saw him to make up to us and with two or three hazel twigs in his hand that he had cut in sir roger's woods as he came to came through them in his way to the house i was very much pleased to observe on one side the hearty and sincere welcome with which sir roger received him and on the other the secret joy with which guest discovered at sight of the good old knight after the first salutes were over will desired roger to lend him one of his servants to carry a set of shuttlecocks that he he had with him in a little box to a lady that lived about a mile off to whom it seems he had promised such a present for above this half year Sir Roger's back was no sooner turned but honest will began to tell me a large cock pheasant that he had sprung in one of the neighboring woods with two or three other adventures of the same nature odd and uncommon characters are the game i looked for and most delight in for which reason i was as much pleased with the novelty of the person that talked to me as he could be for his wife with the springing of the pheasant and therefore listened to him with more than ordinary attention in the mid of his discourse the bell rang to dinner where the gentleman i have been speaking of had the pleasure of seeing, seeing the huge jack he had caught served up for the first dish in the most sumptuous manner upon our sitting down to it he gave us a long account how he had hooked it 
played with it foiled it and at the length he drew it upon the bank with several other particulars that lasted all the first course a dish of wild fowl that came afterwards furnished conversation for the best of the dinner which concluded with the late invention of the wills for improving the quail pipe upon withdrawing into my room after dinner i was secretly touched with the compassion towards the gent- honest gentleman that had dined with us and could not but consider with a great deal of concern how so good an heart and such busy hands were wholly wholly employed in the trifles that so much humanity should be so little beneficial to others and so much industry so much advantageous to himself uh, and so much industry so little advantageous to himself the same temper of mind and application to affairs might have recommended him to the public esteem and have raised his fortune in another station of life what good to his country or himself might not a trader or a merchant have done with such useful though ordinary qualifications so this was the essay about mr will wimble here is the note to this essay mr will wimble has been taken from the spectator in this piece addison has reflected the character of will wimble with deep concern and has painted him with sympathy and pathos though am am able industrious and talented he is talented he is an idler who thrives as a parasite on the mercies of his elder brother will wimble is not a lone case of this type but rather represents a whole class of younger brothers of noble families who like him spend their lives in frivolous pursuits addison contends that even though will could not have been fit for a liberal profession he could have at least made a good merchant the essay has a serious message the author is concerned about the way men like will are wasting their potential and talents over trifles owing to their false notion of vanity they consider it below their dignity to indulge in an vocation other than high academic pursuits so this was the essay and this has a very very good message we should not be wasting our potential like in the movie uh, goodwill hunting will hunting was wasting his potential and in the end his friends and uh, the professor finally pushed him to utilize his potential and to do good for others and make it useful thing and that's exactly here will wimble will wimble he has so much talent and yet he has not he does nothing with those talents so this was the whole reading i will do the commencement of the new season in the next episode till then thank you